welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 87. What, what? And today on the podcast, we are revisiting something that we have had in the past and really enjoyed. That crazy French brewery. Called La Brewery. La Brewery. <laughs> I wasn't there for this one, was I? You were not. You were not. And it I'm going to say... Whoa. Hi there. <laughs> Almost lost an eye. Almost. Those French come out wasn't, wasn't using that one anyhow. <laughs> um, I will say I apologize now because the last time we really, really liked it, but it was some funky stuff. It was the Odo Stout and it was a celebration Christmas ale. Um, this time we are doing their summer offerings. That's all right. But People got to drink beer in the summer too. Sure do. Jason, you spent two and a half hours mowing the lawn today. What beer were you drinking while you were mowing the lawn? Uh, water. <laughs> Mainly because it's really hot right now. Now, this I know that water is made with water and that beer is made with water, but that doesn't make the two the same thing. It's true. So do you mean like Natty Light? Well, if it's Natty Light or Bud Light, then yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because folks who've been listening for a long time know that I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Bud Light. Even though it causes me to be chastised by people when I walk into a beer store. But yes. right. My Sam Summer's out right now and I'm real stoked about it. That was the only beer that they had. When it's like, do you have any like seasonal or do you have anything from any sort of microbrews? They're like, oh, we have the Sam Adams Summer. That's that. That's it. You can get where, a Yingling. Where is there? <laughs> uh, this is one of the bars we were at, I thought, when we were looking over the last weekend. We went to Philly. Ah, yes. And one of the, yeah, there were no, it was a bourbon bar or something, and they had some beers as well, but it was not a great selection. Was that the one on Headhouse Square? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember a bar. I don't even know what you're talking about. We went to a really good bar on Headhouse Square. Tell us about the beer while I remember the bar. It is the Mysterious Lady. I say that with my best French accent, which is not very good. <laughs> uh, it is a summer wheat beer, a delightful encounter with the sensual... Normandy countryside. You gave me quite the look when you read the Normandy countryside. Yeah. Jason, you have a victorious look about you. Uh, we're, we're not drinking victory right now. What best, is going on? Best enjoyed with good company. Done. It's okay. I don't really love it. It's got a really bitter kick to it, which is not an IPA, right? So it's that's a little funky. No. Yeah, it should just be like a nice basic wheat beer. And maybe it's just that I'm not a wheat beer person, but... Interesting. What's that? The beer mistress is breaking the uh, no phones rule right now. I'm trying... Twisted Tail! That was the name of the bar. I had to find the name of the bar. Oh. They had a really bad beer selection? They No. <clears throat> they actually had a really reasonable beer selection, a really awesome bourbon and scotch selection yeah no I, I mean i've been there i love it actually i took a bunch of pictures for inspiration in the bar world because i liked the vibe a lot cool so place. you're saying that's the one you were trying to think of not the one that had the bad beer selection that i, I was don't thinking of. know what you were talking about <laughs> i will say this um michael who has been on the podcast before at one of the bars Oh, yes, that sorry. makes a lot more sense to me now. Well, but he doesn't call himself that, so I'm trying to give right. his, yeah, no, no, his cool. moniker on the podcast. Uh, we were sorry at, for ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. We were at a uh, billiards parlor. Yeah, 
Pool hall? A pool place? Yes, yeah. a place where people play pool, but I was playing skee ball because that's how I roll. Ha! <laughs> I like that. That's how I roll. <laughs> um, Come on now. <laughs> we were there, and they had a passable beer list. They had, like, say, nine beers, and four of them were local Philly beers, obviously, and the other ones were at least not awful. But at this point in the day, we were ready to drive home, so I didn't necessarily need a beer. And Michael ordered a... I want to get this right. He ordered the Love Stout, which is really popular in downtown Philly. And as if you don't want to have a Guinness on draft, you have the... Who makes it? Yards? Or, yes. Yeah. Yards Love Stout, which was a, it's a really delicious stout. Um, and then as he looked at everything else, he's like, how about this flying fish Saison? Have you had it? And I said, yes, I have, um, reviewed it before online. I think it's a pretty fantastic beer for being a local offering. And I think Saison's are perfect for the summer. I like flying fish. I like their, um, their IPA is nice. I don't like their Grand Cru. It's also really good. Is that their triple? The Grand Cru? I think it is. I think it is. Um, (laughs) but I think my favorite is their Exit. 16? Well, they have a bunch of different exit number ones. Yeah. So. Well, so more than their grand crew, it was one of the, the triples that was an exit that I enjoyed. So he ordered the Flying Fish Saison, and he gives his lady her stout because she likes the dark stuff. And yeah. he has three or four <laughs> sips of the Saison before he hands it to me and says, I don't know, it's a little different than all the other Saisons I've ever had. It's very crisp. It's not super wheaty. I'm, I'm really interested. And as he hands it to me, I hold it up to the light, and I said, this is not a Saison. And he's like, ah, oh, no, but I ordered the flying fish. Just taste it, and, and you'll understand. And I took one sip, and I said, this is the Victory Pilsner. This is not a Saison. <laughs> and he took another sip, and he goes, okay, you're totally right. It's not a Saison. And I was like, oh, you've been on the podcast. I respect your beer knowledge. How did you miss that? It's a Pilsner. It's like a Chardonnay. I can spot it from a mile away. Smell that butter. <laughs> oh, wow. That's kind of a risque uh, cover. It's like a naked lady some... on a llama or a camel. <laughs> yeah. Naked lady on a something you can't see past a naked lady. It's got a steering wheel, so yeah. <laughs> oh, this You mean is... ponytails? What? Oh. <laughs> you wondered where your reputation came from. Come on. Come on the record. Oh, I'd never wonder about that. Can I go back to something you said just a minute ago? Yes. yes. The way that you say yards makes me think very, like, every time you say it, I think of the guy from Hot Fuzz that says, Yarp? Have you seen Hot Fuzz? You remember this scene in Hot uh, Fuzz? I have seen Hot Fuzz. I didn't love it. I don't really remember it. There's this guy that's totally bald and all that. He's got buck teeth and everything. and He's he British. Just, He's Brit. Well, no, <laughs> they make it even worse for this guy. But okay. he's he can't say anything other than Yarp. That's his whole thing, Yarp. and so he's named Yarp, right? And is that uh, just an homage to the world according to Yarp? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's uh, a classic literature novel, and it is about a World War II pilot who got shot down, uh, ended up in a hospital, and he could only say Garp. Um, and then it's more about the woman nurse and her future son than this guy, per se. But Was it a British movie? It was a book. Oh. Then I have no idea. I bet they made it into a movie, though. The cool part of the story <laughs> is the guy that says Yarp is the mountain 
from or no the dog the hound the hound the hound he's the hound from game of thrones it's the same actor are you sure it's not hodor <laughs> no it is definitely it is definitely the hound jason had to show but it he was an actor that just got cast as one word saying characters like we know you can't learn lines Ian. <laughs> for this so movie your line will be yuck <laughs> for this movie it will be hodor <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry to interject, but when you said it, I, I thought of that story. Or it was an online article that I was reading about people that you wouldn't think were in. Multiple I'm gonna ways. bring it round, fully not linking to anything else, and say since we just passed the Fourth of July, I must say that we have had the Thomas Jefferson guy on our podcast, Steve Edinbow. 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 Yes, Edinbow. <laughs> Uh, was a delightful guest, but I do follow him very adamantly on Twitter now. He's got a great Twitter feed. And as we just passed the 4th of July, I was kind of totally jealous of all of the awesome July 4th activities he got to be a part of. He was at the National Archives, he was downtown Philly at the Independence Mall, uh, he had his picture taken with absolutely everybody, and he looks perfect. Like, when you take um, photos of, like, images of Thomas Jefferson during it with him next to, you know, the paintings and stuff. He looks perfect. It's great. So, are you done with yours? Are you baby oh, tomatoing? I, or what's no, going I, I am okay. totally far from done. Still I don't love this beer. It's very I find it okay. plain. I give it a C-. minus. If you're going to make me drink a summer beer, I can choke it down. It's not a bad example of a wheat beer. True. I don't uh, So, as a wheat beer, how would you rate it? As a non-Belgian wheat beer, is it, I can't still give it another C minus. Sure, no, no, you can't. Okay. If no, it's the same, if it's the same, it's just very plain. It's passing. It's definitely not disappointing in that a like there are just beers that are bad that I want to pour out. It's right. not that. But no, so it's average. But I like, don't want to drink more of it. <laughs> There's a little left in a bottle. We should figure out something else to do with it. Like, how does it do for tomatoes or something? I'm growing a garden out back. I'm becoming oh, you mean very like, country-like. Oh, watering. Yes. <laughs> that you meant like, let's stew some tomatoes in this beer. I could do that as well. Or go with tilapia. For some reason, I think mm. tilapia. A nice plain white fish. I don't think I've fed you tilapia in at least three years. Tilapia that is, is like not the, true. The, you did it something like two months ago. Whoa. Oh, I remember. Was when that you your other wife? Me, I remember. I haven't bought tilapia in like three years, which is why I decided that was a safe number. Yeah, maybe you, maybe somebody gifted it to you and you recooked it. That's possible. <laughs> yeah. Tilapia is the first time that I ate fish and was kind of like, all right. The chicken of the sea. I guess maybe I will eat fish. That's starfish Mostly tuna, right? <laughs> it was a, a hot girl cooked it for me and I didn't tell her that I didn't like fish. Oh, really? Did you break out afterwards because you're also allergic to it? or? No, I'm not allergic to fish. You're only allergic to Just lobster crab and, and crab. Lobster. Um, but she was like, you know, come over, I'll cook you dinner. I was like, great, that sounds great. I'll bring wine. And then I get there and she's like, I made tilapia. And I was like, whereas he would look at me and be like, come on, woman. I'm like, you know better. (laughs) But I was just like, oh, lovely. And it was. Stand by the trash can, make eye contact, slowly (laughs) turn the plate sideways. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) That's the last time I let you make me dinner. Hmm? So what are we going to do next? Uh, next up, we have a La Brewery. Le Brewery Hard Nut Amber Ale. Okay. It's a hard nut life. 5.1 ABV. Anything fun on the back? 
No. Which these, are, a little sad. these are all super low ABVs. Which is great because I gotta drive soon. Yeah. You say that every time, but this time you actually mean it. I actually mean it. I got somewhere to be. Yep, that's all I got. I do like their little um, Viking helmet people that they have on the back of every bottle. They kind of look like those Mexican wrestler masks, mm -hmm. but they're very much like Normandy soldiers. Wow, the nose on that is really, um, it's floral and kind of, if okay, so this is going to sound terrible, detergent-esque? When's the last time you sniffed But like detergent? a nice, pleasant smelling detergent? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, it smells like soap. Yeah. It's not one of those things that's like an artificial. It's one of those where you're like, oh, that smells really good. Or maybe like a It's really not like soap. bounty lavender the rainbows or something. Lavender <laughs> rainbows. I want that to be a real thing. <laughs> it does not taste at all like the nose, though. In my opinion, at least. That's what... So... <clears throat> I'm sure by episode 87, we can rack up the number of ways... It is very nutty. I fail yeah. at being a girl. However, one that has been very obvious to me recently is the fact that when I'm trying to buy very simple things like, say, hand soap, I get frustrated as I look at an entire aisle of hand soap, and none of them say, hey, I am soap that smells like fill in the blank. A, I would take soap. Soap that smells like soap would be fine by me, but that's not an option. Um, you start with Pearl, and then you might go into Summer Kiss, or Raindrops with Rainbows, and I, everything has some word that isn't a thing that has a smell. I'm like, Marketing. A rainbow doesn't smell like anything. Sure so then, it does. It smells like this soap. Mmm. <laughs> I am the total If a rainbow idiot. were to have a smell, it would be this. In the aisle, who's opening every soap to smell it, because the words you put on the front do not tell me what it smells like. I like this beer more than I thought I would. Yeah, I do too. I like it better than the last one. What? Definitely better than the last one. Um, that nutty flavor is really putting me in mind of something, and I can't quite place my Nut brown ale? brain on it. No. Uh, pistachios! You love pistachios! No, it's like a food that I've recently had. And not just like, oh, a handful of almonds. Uh, Did you wear your Adroit Theory hat when you mowed the lawn today? Yeah. And he... Where We're like Adroit Theory twins. I've been wearing mine every day. It's going to probably sweat out before the summer's done. <laughs> Is that gonna, a thing? I'm going to need a new one. They sweat out? Is that what it's called? Well, I've been wearing it in like 100 degree weather basically and I sweat a lot. It was so 82 it. today. I didn't say today. But you can see like the sweat rim growing on the bottom of the brim there. And uh, it's just not good for the hats. I do like that it's got this like trucker style to it though so it breathes a little bit. Not good for when you're trying to block the sun and you put it over your face. This is one of the hats that I wear as I walk around, but I don't know that, you know, not knowing the neighbor super well, if it's <laughs> a good idea for me to be wearing it just because it has symbols on it that could be... A little Nazi-ish? A little occultish, more occultish, I think. It's mm. not gangsta, and it's not really like... It's not, and you could, uh, you could mistake some of the stuff for ACDC or whatever, because you have the lightning bolt that says... Uh, A-D, whatever, A-T-B-C. Yeah. A-T-B-C. Um, Jason and I are going next week, yo. Ah, so jealous. <laughs> yo. <laughs> she even did the hand motion. The east side, west side. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm super jealous girl. about that. I'm really kind of bummed. I want to go. Sure do. <sighs> so wait, we're going next weekend. Next Sunday. You're going for the party like too, the right? after... 
birthday weekend? No, that's one of my coworkers is going. And I thought he said he was going on the 13th. He can't. It's a private party. The 13th maybe is a private party. Maybe he's, then maybe it's perfect. Try. Wait, then is this we'll our, our friends from the dinner party? Uh, this is no, this is Aaron. Aaron uh, is the Aaron one who manned up and did the best of the worst oh, podcast. Oh, okay. We really need to do another one of those podcasts. Not necessarily the best of the worst, obviously, but. A blind taste test. A awesome blind taste test one. Yeah. Well, we need to do They're the. Fun to um, do. The well, infusing we, one, too. We have recently come into, finally, our third French press, which was the limiting factor in us not doing the infusing Well, one. I think summertime is going to be a great time to do it, because there's just so much you can do, and you have a lot of these plain, basic beers. I have mint growing up back. If you, like, threw some strawberry, strawberry mint in a... In that week, in the wheat beer. We need to stop teasing this podcast. Jason does not <laughs> want to hear about it anymore. He just wants to drink it, damn it. Because we've been teasing it for, what, 75 episodes now? Something like that? It's been a long time since we've said we've started wanting to 17, maybe? Not 75. More than 17. We Let's haven't talked the about diff- it for a while. Somewhere between 17 and 75? 45 episodes. Half of our, of our life. As a podcast. I don't yeah. like it. You don't like it at all? It's metallic to me. I don't get metallic. Mm-mm. It's um, the nut, I think. Do you like it less metallic. than the last one? No. Wait. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By no, I mean yes. That's what girls say. By no, I mean yes. Yeah, exactly. but then all we're told is no means no, so... No means yes, except about that, and tilapia, apparently. <laughs> So Screw tilapia. She at least barbecued it, though. It was delicious. Right. Not delicious. But no, I edible. liked the first one better. <laughs> Apparently, guys. <laughs> so, um, so that's a podcast that we want to do, but we want to do the mixed podcast. And I do want to bring up something really quick. I'm going to hang a lantern on it. Uh, we have changed the way a that we're... A misty lantern? No. Uh, that's not ready to be debut yet. Um, we did change the way that we're doing a recording for the episode. This New mics for everybody! Well, we're reducing the number of mics, hopefully, to sort of get rid of some of the echo and all that. So it actually should be a lot easier for us to do something like that, because we're not going to be moving around as much as we were during that podcast, which makes for a lot of editing to try and get rid of all the ruffling clothing and all that stuff. So hopefully we should be able to do that and have a nice, good sound quality for everybody. What I heard you say is that clothing are abolished, and all podcasts from here on out will not involve clothing. I get to pick the guests from here on out. <laughs> They're all women. Yeah, that was the thought. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, lizards. Or Cousin Max. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Cousin weird? Max has not been on a podcast in forever. His new job is not very conducive to podcast scheduling. It's not. He's like, 2 a.m. podcast? I am there. Normal people podcast? Sorry. Well, we're not normal people, though, so... That's still not normal. And that's okay. I like not being normal. Distinct lack of puns in our podcasts. Oh, somebody's thrown out some awesome puns lately. They were terrible, but... I mean, that's what an awesome pun is, right? Yeah. It's terrible? I don't remember. I think it was at the wedding. Uh I went to a wedding on the 4th of July. That's what I wanted to say. And I felt like this was the most patriotic 4th of July I've ever had, even though I didn't do anything to celebrate the 4th of July. I did, however, uh, go back to rehearsals the day after, and I was just like, anytime somebody was like, ah, oh, we should do this, I'd be like, for America. 
And like, and then I, people were like relaxing in the break room and the TV was on and the soccer game was on. And I was like, is soccer still a thing? We should probably watch something else. This is America. <laughs> I love soccer. Don't ruin this. Nobody loves soccer. I love Bruce. soccer for ACLs worth. I mean, could you possibly love soccer much more? Night. I don't know. Look, I rendered him almost <laughs> speechless. I feel like a champion. I was just trying to come up with some sort of humorous comment about abusive sports or husbands. I don't know. Something that you love but hurts you. <laughs> <laughs> and how you should stop going back to it. I, I can't. I'm never allowed to play soccer again or I will end up a divorced woman. I'm pretty sure of it. No. One of my friends during a sword fight accidentally got a little nick on his face. Um, which was obviously not a good thing. And, uh... Nick on his face. So I was like, oh man, are you alright? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, a bird flew into my face. I'm fine. <laughs> Take <laughs> off the like, sword of the beak of a bird. Yeah, well, because it was in the middle of rehearsal, though. And, like, you don't, you don't rat out your partner if they hit you in the face. It's just like, no, I'm fine. A bird flew into my face. Is that ratting out? Do you get in trouble for that? Well, it just implies that something went wrong and, you know... Right. You weren't as careful. You're, right. not, you're, you're not, not being careful. You're not on the receiving end and, of the sharp object. And sometimes it could even be very easily your fault to a certain extent. See, but the problem is that that cheek bit that you pointed to when you were telling the story is really close to the eye bit that I it don't is, want to lose. His is lower, was lower. I just have beard there and I didn't want to touch it. Oh, okay. So what is it we're drinking again since we've gotten off topic again? Sorry, yes. This is the Amber Ale, the Hard Nut. I wanted to sing again. Like, I actually had to rein it in. I wanted to sing so bad right then. Still from Le Brewery. So, and, three uh, of the beers we're having tonight are from Le Brewery, and then I had to throw in my bad pun. Your tribute. <laughs> my America the Beautiful tribute at the end. So, what would you rate this one, then? If you had to rate it. it what would you rate this one? She rated the yeah, last one. you uh, start. So, if we're doing overall among all beers, I would give it a three, maybe a four. Out of out ten? Of, out of ten. Okay. So we're rating this against other ones. This I is love how I gave a C minus, but you gave a three and a half. <laughs> this is like a subjective. <laughs> I give it a Z. <laughs> it's like a subjective, or yeah, test. Or Saturn. So you're saying, <laughs> you know, a ten is your favorite and a one is your least favorite and all that. I'd give it a three, maybe a four. The first one I would give it two. Not, well, okay. okay. No, I'm revising my scale. <laughs> I would give this one a five. The other one a four. And like all the ones we did on the best of the world, best of the worst podcast, a one. Even the the winner, even the lion's head. Oh, even the winner! Yeah, it's the best of the worst. It's the best of the ones. Right, like they it. all by nature are ones. Right. Uh, I mean, lion's head. I agree. Maybe not necessarily. I will take this moment and say, one, if you hop on Facebook.com/slash/dashingrogue right about now, you will find a. Someone else's rating of the 32 worst beers in America. So, I saw that post. I did not have the opportunity to read it. but Again, I say America. So, like, we had Heineken in our best of the worst lineup. Heineken won't be on there. It's not an American beer. Right. Um, there is a lot to be learned from this individual's rating of the best of the worst. Um, I do not agree with all of them. I believe... Number 26 of the 32 worst was Yingling, and I do not think that Yingling is that low on the list. And not even Yingling Light, which I had to clarify, because Yingling Light is pretty lame, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I think, I, I think we should maybe have revised that, the best of the big brands. Because there are definitely worse beers that are made 
just flat out poorly mm-hmm. that we didn't test because we don't necessarily Keystone know. Keystone Light was seat. on the list. Um, the reason I'm bringing it up is that Lion's Head wasn't, but if you read the entire article and then obviously because it's the internet at the bottom you get people who weigh in with their opinions and someone mentioned the fact that lion's head was a very affordable beer that was also pretty good uh and so of course and they have little puzzles ding i mean it's like it's like a snapple cap how do you not way better if you can't solve this don't drive home it's actually the other way around for me i can never solve them like the first one i get I'll always put them in my pocket, and then like later in the evening, I'll pull it out and be like, Jason made an ugly face. Sorry, we're pouring the next uh, round here. What's your next beer, Ian? Norman Gold. I do not want this Sounds like a great first and last name for somebody. It smells horrendous. I I argue that this should be the first beer. Crisp golden ale with a blast of American cascade, a floral background, a bitter bite. And a balanced sweetness. This is just not my style. This is my version of a lawnmower beer. Gold. I don't agree. See, I actually very much enjoy the Stout's Gold. Not like, oh, I'm going to buy cases of it and drink it home all the time. But when I have it, uh, because I always order it, if I were to order it, there is like a specific (laughs) mindset that I'm in. And that is what I want. I want a nice kind of, just a well-balanced, nice. That's when I have a great Fresh brewed, unsweetened iced tea with some lemon in it. <laughs> I try to cut out anything from my drinking palate that is not alcoholic or caffeinated. <laughs> unsweetened um, iced tea is caffeinated, in my defense. And your kidneys are failing right now. My kidneys are great. I'm conditioning them. Oh, getting them ready. They're getting a good workout. They're every preserved, day. for the record. They're already preserved. Yeah. Man, I don't know what it is. What is the nose on that? I feel like it's maple and syrup, oh, but weird. not necessarily oh, oh, oh. maple syrup. I drank syrup. maple bacon vodka last night. It was weird. I didn't like it. Was maple it bacon vodka? It was not. It was store-bought. Really? Maple bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I must say that I thought of you today when I was driving home from the grocery store seven towns over because I live in the country. It was two towns over. Well, yes and no. It depends. Actual legit towns, two towns over. Was All it of Gap? Big. No, it was the other direction. Yeah. Blue Bowl. <laughs> Paradise, intercourse, yes, all those places. Paradise, Spread Eagle. Oh, um, that's a place. On the way home, I passed a huge tanker, and on the back of the tanker, it just said syrup. <laughs> and as I got closer and started to all read, all the syrup. Yes, um, it was basically some little. I think it was a burden hand. Company. I said this last night, but I passed Bird in Hand, and I just really wish there was a town next door called Two in the Bush. <laughs> we said that, that yesterday. We said on the road yesterday. <laughs> like, why isn't there a town next door called Two in the Bush? Or at least, like, a street. Jason, what was your order? No. We're not going into this. Why? We're not doing it. Do it. <laughs> Podcast pressure. There is a new type of peer pressure. It's called podcast pressure. It's called beer pressure. Oh, so we you had it. pound it, blow it up. We had a nice family 80th. Well, we had an 80th birthday for <laughs> Shannon's grandmother. It was a nice big, big uh, family gathering and all that. We had a whole bunch of people around. We went to a diner, and there were a lot of orders going around. And I was going to get the breakfast order of pancakes and. Eggs and all that, and at the last second, I said, "Oh, you know what? I don't want something sweet." So I was quickly flipping through the menu, and there wasn't anything really appealing to me. And but they had a hot dog on there with onions and all that, and I was like, 
all right, I'll have a hot dog with the onions and all that. Relentlessly, the rest of the meal I was getting from the entire family chastised for ordering a hot dog, which apparently is not an acceptable thing to do. Because, like, my uncle got oyster stew followed by oyster pie, and my mother had, like, a Delmonico, and everyone... It's a... It's a diner. They're going like the high end of the diner. Yeah, menu they're not paying. They're going the seafood right? end of the diner, yeah. I think, more than Which, this. I gotta be honest, if I'm eating seafood, it's not going to be at a diner. Right, that's what was my thinking as I was going through the uh, the menu there. It's not, like when I see a pizza joint and they're like, try our fish stuff. Like, <laughs> no, I will not do that. Sure, but at a diner, if it's deep fried, like they had like coconut shrimp. If you're going to deep fry it, I'm pretty sure at a diner you're going to do it well. But that's, a, I don't know why anyone would order a two-pound slow-cooked steak at a diner. No, thank you. I don't believe that it's any of those things. But anyway, go on, Jason. You are the perma-baby tomato. No. I, yeah, I'm not even... No, a, she's just really trying not I'm, to drink this new beer. I'm not even catching up right now. I'm like tomato paste. I'm unlike, so far behind. It's awful. Unlike the last one, this smells exactly the way that it tastes. Yeah, I love this one. I don't love it either. I don't get, I don't get a gold ale out of it. I would rate this one a two. Out of a hundred? Out of a hundred. I would... I'd put it at a one. I like Yingling better than this. Thank you, friends. Congratulations. Uh, So I feel like this is a great example of our Firestone Walker podcast. Okay. Where... And I would love to try more of their beers. I really did enjoy those bigger beers that we had of theirs. Uh, They were very flavorful. Otto was great. Yeah. Mad King Otto or something like that. Yeah. Ball Wind Tree was delicious. It was hilarious because when Jason transcribed it for the podcast, he didn't get all the words right because it was it was like bald. Like, I have no right. hair. Wind, like, <laughs> tree, like things growing outside. But, yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like, much like Firestone Walker, uh, their big beers are awesome. They do really nice uh, age deep, age beers, dark beers, and then we had their mix pack of like their basic beers and we were just so underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. And uh, so I'm I'm hoping that this is kind of a similar oh, thing. Oh god, it smells terrible. I told you. Yeah, it's not. It's I not put a, I rated this a one. It doesn't smell bad it like, like rancid or anything. It just is very no. sweet. Um, yeah. I think I think maple is actually a, a good description. Yeah. So, yes. Did you try it or you just no, smelled I have it not. so far? On the back of the tanker, it said... It took me a while. I smelled it a bunch of times. (laughs) When you take a sip of this one. On the back of the tanker, it said syrup. I I say syrup. When you actually get umphy, I know you always say syrup. Um, And then as I drove up and started to pass it, it had, like, the on the side, further information. Mm -hmm. Uh, And basically, it was a local company that specialized in not maple syrup, which is what I was thinking, but actually, I guess, some kind of... Caro? What? Caro? Oh, like K-A-R-O? Caro syrup? No. Um, it, I think it just said breakfast syrup on the side of it. Okay, so like the fake stuff. Yes, probably. Like Aunt Jemima's or whatever. But anyway, it was breakfast syrup made by like 4,000 Oh, God, gallons. yeah. Uh-huh. Really? That's like, I don't think there's any actual, like, like when we talk of syrup, it's maple syrup is, is what it is. Like, Maple syrup, you can go into a tree and go knock, 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 tap it and, and it'll tap come it out. out. But like Aunt Jemima's is just and sweet, all that stuff syrupy. is like the American version of like let's pack a lot of sugar into a gummy substance that we can then pour onto pancakes. Well, now I want to. But that ma- 
You want one? I want to compare now. Oh. You should try. We should do a little. We could do little shots of it. Um, oh god! Oh, I don't want to do I'm that. just gonna watch. I can I do it on do silver that. dollar pancakes though. Okay. Like each silver dollar pancake has a different one. Well, and even like with maple syrup, it's one. Of, it's like uh, olive oil, where you have like the grade A, the grade B, and the grade C. I think they even go to. There's like. And then the grape Jemima. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the cold pressed, and there's the first pressing, and then there's eventually like we managed to get this oil out of. We can. We kept olive. squeezing. Yeah. So it's basically a chunky bit of. So you, okay, about to try it. I'm very excited to see this reaction when it happens. I'm a big fan of real, dark, delicious maple syrup. It tends to be actually much more watery than one would expect. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they, I guess they thicken it? You don't hate it as much, it seems. It tastes exactly like it smells. Right. You were right. You were right. absolutely right. Which I guess means they did a good job. Is that really though? Is that the measure of a good beer? If no. it tastes mm. the way that it smells, I don't. I just. I don't see this as a gold. No. So. How about this? This is. I know the worst thing I could possibly say considering your current employment. However, um, there were only two golden. Yes, there were only two golden beers that I have in my palate that I can use as a reference point because golds are not my typical go-tos. Sure. One is Stout's Gold, mm-hmm. which I know you enjoy mm-hmm. for what it is, as you want it with a burger or a very American... Yeah, it's a very clean palate, cool, refreshing, crisp beer. And at the point in which that's the beer I want, that's not the beer I want. I probably want something non-alcoholic because if it's that crisp and clean and... Boring. Yeah, exactly. Well, for the calories, give me a lemonade. No, thank you. Uh, the well, other... They have almost as much. The other gold beer I know is called Swashbuckler Gold, and it's made by the Swashbuckler Brewing Company in Mount Hope, Pennsylvania. And, um, again, I always call it, like, the lawnmower beer. It's the very crisp, uncomplicated flavored beer that you will have if you're out in the sun and you just need refreshment. And that's okay. This is neither of those, however, to yeah. me. There is something else going on here. If it's a funkiness or if it's a... Those funky French. Yeah, that's it. They don't wash their cheese. They don't wash their beer. I guess it's what it is. They don't wash themselves? Yeah. <laughs> According to legend? According to legend? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's like one of the long term, like, everyone says that the French don't bathe. But it, it smells like a warm caramel, like it truly, and it does taste like that. There's not, to me, gold is much more sunshine and carbonation, and this has a little more sweetness to it, and a little more, I'm not going to say I like it, but I'm going to appreciate that it's different than what I would expect in a gold. Now, you did just use sunshine as a flavor. Oh, is that a flavor? Which, going back to your previous statement, Jason. <laughs> oh my god! So happy. <laughs> so happy right now. That was brilliant. That was mean and awful and does it, amazing. Does it maybe also taste of rainbows <laughs> and kittens? This was getting you back for the hot dog thing. I Ouch. See. <laughs> that was so brilliant. So you basically just got flat because you didn't order something like expensive enough? Or, yeah, or fancy enough. For them, like, ordering a hot dog is not I can't imagine ordering enough. oysters at a diner. No. I must say, though, my uncle said something that was very telling and I think very accurate. 
as he was eating his oyster pie because his wife makes a killer bologna sandwich, my uncle looked across the table at Jason and said, Oh, well, apparently she's got to stop cooking so gourmet for you at home because she cooks so well for you at home that when you go out, you feel the need to order a hot dog. Whereas everyone else, like, eats such junk at home that when they go out, they have to order something nice on the menu. Right. I try fancy things all the time. Sometimes it's nice. And it was also July Sometimes 4th. Sometimes you just want a hot dog. It was July, July 4th. 4th. Yeah, it could be mar- like, more American. You just, you just he said that. He's dog. like, well, we didn't grill yesterday. That's what I'm really... And I, it was a very legitimate thing. It wasn't bad at all. I had a hot dog yesterday. It was great. Yeah. What? Yeah, I went to a party. They were grilling. I had a hot dog and a cheeseburger. <laughs> and some beers. Both. <laughs> there's got to be, there, be some... Phrase for that the hot dog hamburger combo at a party. So yeah, you want to know? I was at uh, my friend was grilling the other day and invited his friends over. I was one of them. When I got there, it's so obscure when you just have friends of friends of friends and some of them are girls, some of them are guys. This is all well. This is a guy. Doesn't matter. It's Oliver. Um, But Oliver was hanging out with my friend Cubby, who we all know. He was here on the last episode, friends. He sure was. And like Cubby that. ordered a cheeseburger cooked around a hot dog. So mm-hmm. Oliver made him, because Oliver makes his own burger, so it was like a fresh meat patty, and he like basically put the hot dog inside of that, cooked everything up on the grill, added cheese to it, put bacon on top of it, and Cubby was about to take a bite, and I was like, you know what that really needs is a fried egg. <laughs> 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 and everyone looks at Oliver, and he's like... I'll get an egg. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's all I got. But that's that was it a needs to be a name for that. Like, oh, he said it was like, like one of the best things he's ever had. Nice. About to pop up another one. America. It's so American <laughs> right now. And your adroit theory hat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's starting to adroit theory hat. The best thing about this hat is like their beers are so phenomenal, and like this hat is very like trucker trashy. <laughs> Jason, would you like to tell the story of your coworker who finally went? Uh, so, well, he didn't really go as much as he just sort of stopped by. We have a coworker uh, that you guys did a dinner for, and uh, they stopped by. Just they they love dark beers, which is what a droid theory specializes in and all that. So they drove by. They is a singular human. Yeah, they. Sorry, the individual Chris. Chris Drove by and uh, stopped in at a Droid Theory and had... I'm only ketchuping right now. I'm not totally One paced. big sip and you're done. Okay. He uh, It'll be worth it. decided to stop by and grab a growler or two. I think it was two different growlers of uh, some of their stuff. And he enjoyed it, I guess. But he didn't actually get the chance to uh, you, you know, sit in and do a lot of the gastropubby things that a Droid Theory is, is doing right now. If you actually stop in uh, to the shop... Um, it's not a great story. He just sort of stopped and he got a couple of growlers. But did he, did he enjoy the product? Was no, he, he, he did. Yeah. He did not. No, he did. Okay, so uh, I, I didn't tell you this part of the story. That's why I brought it up. Cause... Uh, he had Devil Made Me and one other one. I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was cannibalism. It might have, he was talking to me about cannibalism. I don't think they've served cannibalism yet since they've been open. I think they might have because he was They're, talking to me about it. I feel they like might... every day I see them on Facebook being like, here's like 16 new beers that we're tapping today. So, uh, yes, I did not think originally that he liked it because he, when he was talking about it, he was sort of reserved and like he was holding back. And it turns out, no, he was just, he really liked it and 
he's ready to go back and all that, so it's it was good. Oh, okay. So it's That's much it's much less story. of a story because he actually did like it. I when Jason first said it, he's like, ah, he was unimpressed, which is right. I miss I misread him. I'm gonna say this out loud now so that you can hold me accountable. Do you see my accountable eyes thrown across the room at you? Don't next week, your eyes across the room. <laughs> next week when we go to a droid theory, even though it's a private party, they still serve everything on their menu and they will still feel, fill growlers for us. So our job is to get some growlers from Mr. Ian and get them filled with the droid theory beer even though he can't come to the party. Bring the party to me, Jason. I will do this. Bring the growlers to me, Ian. I will do this. <laughs> <laughs> will they fill other people's growlers? Yes, the, it says it flat out on their website. That's so nice of them. I don't like people that won't do that. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't Unless like it's of fancy machines. If they've got a fancy machine and they can't do... Like well, the machine but even can't at Victory, fill something other than one of the fancy growlers. They have a yeah, but what fancy... if I bring you a fancy growler with a different label on it? That's fine, then. You should be able to do it then. Ding. Yeah. It's not about... I understand that aspect of it, but right. if you're just not going to fill... Like, tired hands will no longer fill other people's... Growlers, and I think that's just rude. And also, like, if they all did that, how many growlers would I have? It's far too many. And if I can only use them at one place, what's the point of having these growlers? Yeah, what, from a business perspective, what makes sense about that? You're selling the glass. They want you to buy the, they want you to buy the growler profit. ones. Well, and it's different depending on the so more money it's off a of the beer thing. in the long run doing it. So in Pennsylvania, the, the law is each establishment has a choice whether or not they will. But in other states, it is not, you know, it is sometimes more rigid. Um, so we're trying the Bitter American. Sorry, who, who's this? 21st, 21st Amendment, Amendment Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, this is their Session Ale, I would say. Uh, four something. Four four. I feel so dirty tonight. It's like all I did was drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, because I didn't really hydrate today. So I wish I didn't have three beers before this one because I feel like there's a lot more going on with this than I'm getting. In my it taste smells taste awesome buds. compared to everything else we've sniffed tonight. Well, I it's think also it's... an IPA, right? So, well, but what? Uh, yeah, I guess it's a sessionable IPA. Can we they... say it's a session ale? I don't know. That well, it's that's a... that's what it is—a session ale. But it's not an IPA necessarily. I don't understand no. the difference. What's the difference? There's plenty of beers that are ale in style that aren't in India Pale Ale. Right. Okay. But this has a and nice hop note to it. And the 4.4% is going to tell you, chances are, it would right. not IPAs have been an India Pale Ale. It would be what, like 8 points? But they do have session IPAs. Yes. Like the uh, Perpetual? I don't know if it's a session. It's a single. It's, I think it's like 6 something. Perpetual is a single IPA. Well, there's one of them. Most humans do not consider a 6% beer to be a session, Ian. Well, most humans are bad at drinking beer. <laughs> Get on your game, America. Why is this called the Bitter American? Because it's a bitter beer, and it's probably... That's what made me think it was an IPA. That yeah, because American Well, and I agree. When I picked it up, well, first off, I love 21st Amendment. However, my favorite is probably the one with Teddy Roosevelt on the side. Also, Fireside Chat. Yes, Fireside Chat. Well, was... This one's got a monkey. Yes. A monkey in a space, in space suit. suit. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Which is different than sending a monkey into space. But their like Live monkey... Free or Die IPA is mm. really nice. That's a true IPA, and that's a nice, like, 6-8, I think. I'm always a little surprised that a company like this can also make Hell or High Watermelon. That, that was one of the things they offered at the, um, the place where there was pool. I don't know, what's it called? Pool Hall. <laughs> that, yeah. 
It sounds so country, but it was downtown Philly. So this is, um... People say, what do you think of the Hell or High Watermelon? I'm like, meh, it's a watermelon beer. Did you guys hear? So, okay, so I'm sorry. I keep, because of the way that the can is turned toward me, I keep seeing the space monkey. Um, and I want to tell this story. So, apparently, a foreign country, and I don't remember which one, sent a monkey up into space recently and came back down. And we said, hey, <laughs> what? It's a good thing. Yeah, it came back, it came back down. And, it's monkey? French. and they said, hey, we did great and all that. And they paraded the monkey around and all that. Except astute people noticed the markings on the monkey were different. They had switched the monkey that they had sent up into space. So clearly the one they that monkey down. did not live. Something did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know what... I, I, I haven't read about this. this. I love it, though. It's only a slightly disappointing story because we can't... We don't know the country, so we can't put our... We can't properly mock them. Yes. Yeah. Like it was probably Russia or no well, Russia put monkeys like, no, in space good. in like they're the sixties. It like no, but I just feel like Russia is the kind of country that would be like we didn't North mess Korea. up. Yeah, or North no, Korea. They, was, they was, reinvent history well, all the time, don't they? I feel like it might be Iran or something. You know what it really was though? It's like they had a monkey in like one of those bottle rockets, and it just like blew up, and then like it lived. <laughs> the monkey who lived. It's just like Harry Potter. The boy who lived. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst joke. That was a little... <laughs> I'm only saying that because Diagon Alley opens at Universal Studios in two days. Excited, I know. I'm so wow. excited. That is like a thing that I would never know was happening. Except all my friends work there. By all, I mean three of them. Three of them in the whole world. All You're so there. popular. <laughs> Ouch. All right. So what do you rate this one? Mr. Jason? It's my favorite for sure out of all three. Favorite of the evening. I would concur. I would give it a six to a seven. Out of a hundred or ten? Out of ten. This whole time. I'm going to give it less because it's 4.4. That makes me mad. Can you see though why I (laughs) I chose to introduce that into this night's mix-up even though it's a little weird to have three French beers and then this? But it seems like... I feel like... We needed the American balance to all the French influence. It's bitter because it was the only one. I don't know why it's named that, though. It's such a very palatable well, session. I mean, it's a little, it's a bitter beer. It's bitter, but not that bad. It's not an IPA. An IPA is hey, one of those Hey, as folks who drank a triple IPA, it doesn't oh, feel God, bitter. Oh, God, that was good. I want it again. You said it tastes like vomit in it my mouth. It did taste like vomit in my mouth. <laughs> at first. <laughs> then it got better. <laughs> It tasted like someone else's vomit in your mouth. Whatever. No, it's not at all attractive or desirable. <laughs> so, okay. So, this one's my favorite. Okay. So, we had the Bitter American from 21st Amendment. I'm actually going to put this number two behind the first beer. I liked the wheat beer. I like weediness. So, you liked the, the Liburi Mysterious The Mysterious Lady. lady. Mysterious. Mysterious. Which sounds very... Yeah, it's spelled weird. I think it's spelled French. M Y S T E R I E U S E. If anybody's trying to look it up. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what else we do we the, have? Sorry, we Norman the amber. Gold and the Hard Nut yeah. Amber. Norman Gold for the lose. I do not. Yeah, know. yeah, definitely. It was like drink. It, were those originals? It was kind of like drinking Werther's originals with some bitter aftertaste. It was gross. It was a little rough. Yeah, I like the amber. More than the first one. More than Mysterious Lady. 
So I like that sort of nuttiness to it, I guess. I wouldn't so, drink a lot of but it. But all in all, decent. we could call all four of these middle-of-the-road beers, maybe? I think so. Like, none of them were so bad we had to pour them out, which we have done. You were close on that golden, though. I think. Gross face. You did pour out some of it, didn't you? Or did no. you get it down? Down her gullet. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have let me. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. All right, we tried. We'll do this again, guys. I miss having more. all three of us together. It's been a while. It has. When are we doing the Infusion podcast? What? You just said stop with the fake deadlines. Yeah, well, no, stop with the teasing. Ian. We should actually set a deadline. How about go. this? Realistically, it is hard to tell right Ian, now. I have no idea what my is. Do you have a French press? I do have a French press. Jason, do you have a French press? Well, we have our French press. That was not the question. I don't I have, have that. Yeah. I don't have that, and I may right. not get it. So. In that case, it sounds like we're waiting four days for Jason's birthday for him to get a French press. Maybe. All right. So I would say two weeks. Realistically, two weeks. Okay. So that means we need to start thinking of uh, recipes now. Yes. Not that we haven't this whole time that we've been teasing this, dear listener. We've mentioned stuff. We're like the writers in Lost. We have no idea what it's going <laughs> We're in the eighth season. It is, but it is. Wild monster. Like, so often I, like, have some fresh thing from the side of the road on a little Amish farm stand, and I'm like, this is amazing. It would be so good in a beer. That's not the same as thinking, oh, I should put this in my infuser and, like, make it happen. My infuser. Awesome. Good time, friends. Find me on Twitter. I'm at Beer Mistress. At Dashing underscore Road. And I'm at, and I'm Jason. When's the last time you tweeted, Jason? Day that I created an account. <laughs> I, I think I retweeted something after that. I believe you. Might have been about video games. <laughs> We're IGN. at facebook.com slash dashingrogue, and you can always find us online at dashingrogue.com, but we are about to redo our website. It's true. Gotta get it done before September. I'm starting graduate school in September, so it's, it's gotta happen before then. Send your love notes now. He needs your encouragement. Yeah. We're looking forward to the next episode and send along all of your infusion ideas. Yes, please. Please do. Beer Mistress at DashingRogue.com. Until then, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The Professor. And I'm Jason. We'll see you then.